Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm a little sick. I also might have allergies, so I'm not sure what is going on with me. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing well, thank you. Wait. So what are you doing to take care of yourself? I'm just taking everything. <laughs> just just guzzling down whatever uh, medication. Okay. I this sounds get. great. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> ODing on zinc. <laughs> Does that do anything? I don't know. I never liked that. Like, like everyone always claims, oh, zinc helps you not get sick. That's big zinc lobby. Yeah. I, I just don't know that it works. I don't and know. I don't, they, I don't like the aftertaste. I don't know. Well, the aftertaste? Yeah. Like when you I take have, zinc, like, I just feel like metallic afterwards. I, 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 mean, I honestly it do. A, it is a metal. I know. And I, not about it. All right. Well, I'm taking like some orange flavored zinc. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. Metal. What, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I, just regular zinc. Yeah. Zinc. So that's what I'm on. So you're feeling whatever? You know, I'm, I'm here. Great, great timing. We have yeah. three podcasts to record this week. Yeah. And we're going to the studio and we have <laughs> another, a of, we have work. to guest on another person's podcast on Friday. Yeah. So uh, when do you think you're going to be all right? Just knowing yourself like you do. Well, the thing about me and colds is yeah. that my colds hang on for about three weeks too long. Damn. Yeah, mm. cold world. So not, not great for this week or the following or the the week after. Yeah, this is our, we had a podcast back in 2010, and I got um, salmonella in the middle of that. Yeah, and we used to record like eight episodes in a weekend. Yeah, and I was I had salmonella for that one weekend, and it would be parsed out for the next two months. And so people thought I was in the hospital. You were not. I was not. <laughs> I was not in the hospital. I was uh, in my room. Annoyed that I couldn't talk to like Angela <laughs> Yee or A Track or Hannibal yeah. Burris or whoever else so, came over. So, but now this is just a common cold. Yeah. And here you are sick again. Yeah. You know who really gets a kick out of this? Shinsuke. Our friend Shinsuke. Yeah. Because he's it, like, you're weak. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks, he thinks that like, I don't know, we're just not as well, high a level human as, well, as he is. But also, Shinsuke is like in the gym every single he's, day. Yeah. He's a Terminator. Every, yeah. He's yeah. the Terminator. You're right. But yeah. he, while he may not get sick, I think when he does get sick, is it all right for us to go over to his apartment and just point and laugh? Absolutely. Yeah. Because he'll call. By the way, here's what Shin's going to do. Shin's going to hear this intro. Mm -hmm. He's going to know the second that you start talking mm -hmm. when you say, hey, Eric. And mm -hmm. he's going to be like, oh, I got to call him and rub this in his face. Mm -hmm. Jeff is sick again. Mm -hmm. Again, that's the key word. He's just like, oh, you're sick again. Maybe mm -hmm. you've been sick this entire time. You ever think about that? Or is this to me or to him? To you. Maybe. It sounds like you're on Shin's side. Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not, because he'll do the same thing to me. I'm not sick all the time. I just, just like to say that. For the record. Yeah. Not salmonella. No. Not common cold. No. Not sick in the head. Well, <laughs> talk to Styles. What if, what if the people who are tuning in for the first time who are just like, hey, you know what? I heard good things about... The Trevor Noah episode. I heard good things about the common episode. And you know what? I'm going to give this ASAP Ferg episode a shot. And then, yeah. then oh, I'll no. listen to they, the Dennis we, Graham episode. We already lost them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know, I'm going through it, you guys. <laughs> Please support our podcast. Well, actually, there is a way that you guys can support the podcast mm -hmm. so that Jeff can buy up all the zinc and keep this. I do have health care. This charade going. Yeah. I don't want people to think that this is the end of me. Go to itsthereal.com slash shop and get yourself a mean mug. We have mugs that we made that have a character on one side. Yep. And the words mean mug on the other. Yeah. They and they're are, for sale. Uh, listen, the, the way that you're explaining it yeah. is not appealing. Okay. They're mugs. Yeah. 
they're great. That's true. Go to our website and check them out. <laughs> I can't paint a picture for you that's going to be as good as the actual mug is. Because you're, you're under the weather. I'm sick. Jeff, who's on the podcast today? Our friend ASAP Ferg. And now ASAP Ferg. Yeah. Healthy individual. This is true. He goes to the gym a lot. Also, he's not sick on this podcast. He is not. He talks some sick shit, though. Yeah. There you go. ASAP Ferg, back on the podcast. This is his second time up here. We don't have that many returning people. No. So he's been uh, missing for four years. He's not been missing. We found him again. Yeah. Actually, no, we've seen him a bunch throughout the years. We're friends with him. And, and it was nice to have him return for the podcast because there's a lot to cover after four years. You know, yeah. we've had people come up here like A-Track or Peter Rosenberg who were just like, I don't know. Uh, Let's talk about McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. But with Ferg, he has a new album. He has a new bike line. He has new... Listen, he's collaborating with Revlon, with Hennessy, with Adidas, with places he couldn't even talk about on the podcast. We didn't talk about any of those things, though. Well, but it, they, they're, they were they're mentioned. True. They're true. Trust me. Yeah. But it's, it's really great to have just a really regular conversation. And that's yeah. what this was. This well, was three friends hanging out. And that's the thing about the last time we had him up here. He said the, the most enjoyable parts of the conversation were the actual conversation. Yeah. Not like when it was like an interview. Yeah, because we... And that's not what we care to do anyway. We're yeah. not like, ooh, uh, tell us about this headline-grabbing whatever. That's a good question. Yeah. This was... I would have loved to hear <laughs> about his the response to that. The headlining... The headlining? The headline-grabbing... Thing right here. That's right. Yeah. Not that. It's almost like you're sick. I, Jeff, I've been sick. Mm-hmm. I've been sick. Mm. Suffering from success. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Jeff, <coughs> <laughs> is that to prove you're sick? Yeah. This is like Ferris Bueller. <laughs> when do you want to get into this? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Egon Spangler, a.k.a. Trap Lord. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Condo on my neck, a.k.a. Mortgage Freeman. This is ASAP Ferg, a.k.a. Flip Phone Shorty. Talk to me nice. <laughs> <don't> talk to <laughs> me yes, your third favorite podcast to waste time with the real. Ferg, what's happening? Yeah, a new spot. I get a lot of money. It's more spacious. Yeah, I feel a, I feel a, uh, the wind touching yep. my arms. Yeah, we ran into Jim Jones like a couple weeks ago uptown, and we're like, we moved, and you got to come by the new spot. And he was just like, oh, you don't live in the kitchen no more. We're like, no, <laughs> you don't live in the kitchen no more. <laughs> yeah. Accurate, yeah. accurate. Nice. Um, you get a lot of attention for clearly your music. You get a lot of attention for now your bike line, which is super dope. And we we saw you the other day at Stadium Goods. Yeah, but red line. But, but the fact that you have gone to the Met Gala is something that just like blows our minds because clearly we're not going there. <laughs> what is it like the first time that you roll up all those stairs, that you go past all those cameras, that you go inside and, and what goes on? It reminds me of like Sex in the City or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I just thought Again, about Sex haven't been in Sex in the City. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been in it neither, but I've seen episodes and... Um, what's the the main actor from Sex and the Actress? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, she wears like all of these beautiful gowns and stuff. She's like known for her clothes. That's what it just reminds me of, like not prom or something like that. Nah, not prom. At it's all. past prom. Kind of like prom a little bit. Yeah, like getting dressed up and you know, uh, it's very celebratory because a lot of people don't make it into that building. Walking up them stairs, you see a million cameras, and this is CSNBC, and this is. TNT and this is it's like all the networks around the whole world is like flashing cameras on you and um 
when you get upstairs, you you see uh, designers greeting you. You see Anna Wintour greeting you as well. And um, when you walk into the Met, it's like whatever the theme is. When I went, it was Heavenly Bodies. So it was like right along my, my alley, Hood Pope yep. mm-hmm. vibes. And they had like special clothes, articles of clothing from the Vatican. And like rubies and diamonds and stuff that popes wore on display. Like, yeah, the, the red. Did that mean anything the, to you? The red Prada shoes definitely. I got inspired from it because like I look at Pope Garm to get inspired by my jewelry and everything. Like when you see me with like rubies and pearls and stuff like that, that that comes from like me and stu- social studies class and seeing Pope Garm and seeing like pearls and like crucifixes and stuff like that so do you feel like some people just don't listen to what the theme is and don't like put in the effort that maybe you do um nah i've seen people killing the heavenly bodies like yeah like my man um who is it lewis hamilton the car driver mm-hmm. the racer my my boy he had he killed his fit and i was like damn like people get really creative and who was your designer that year dabadan dabadan made my suit in one one day I think y'all yeah, the first people I told that to. Like, I was coming from Toronto, and, like, I didn't know, like, who was going to, like, I was going to get my suit from, everything. I just knew that I had to show up. And that took down, like, my sizes, everything, got my suit done in one day. Were you just like, thank God it's done? <laughs> I was like, thank God that Dap is my mentor. And I, <laughs> yeah. And I lived, like, by the Gucci store in Harlem. So I just walked over there and made it happen this is the most low-key arrival for you know a yeah, preparation people, for people rent like hotel rooms across the street to get changed people like didn't cardi like stand up in like uh, a sprinter on her way over so she yeah, didn't and have she to got, like, like zipped in and like you know yeah all that not you you, you walked <laughs> I'm, over i'm not a female no I'm a, well that, that guy, is true so, yeah like it's easy for me I, I could take a cab you know what i'm saying <laughs> but you know for a female it's different like they, they got like these gowns you on a you on a red carpet and like tripping over gowns and shit because it's mad material. Yeah, who's the dude who fell down the stairs that one year? Uh, I have no idea. What is, a singer? He might have fell down on purpose. The singer? Oh, Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Derulo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Jason Derulo. He became a meme. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Jason Derulo. Yeah, he he stole that night. <laughs> <laughs> Had you met Anna before? And I went to her. Yeah. I seen her at fashion shows and stuff like that, but I never met her. And what did she say when you walked in that night? Oh, she just said thank you. Uh, she has to see all of the names and guests that comes. Yeah, she the, approves everybody that comes on. Right? So she knew who I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's like the the mixing like in the actual like dining room? Yeah, is there actual like tables? It's huge. It's tables. It's like um, different brands. So you got Chanel, which was they had Pharrell and um, Pharrell's wife at the Chanel table. You had Gucci, which was Dapper Dan and the CEO of Gucci that was there. You had the Tiffany table. You had H and M. I think Luca went with H and M. Then you had like uh, you just got all the Valentino, all types of different tables that like all the high end fashion brands. They all have tables. And is it easier going back the second time? Um, I didn't go the second time. I just had a Met Gala after party. Gotcha. So. Is it because it was too hard to go back the second time? <laughs> nah, nah. I just didn't want to go. Like the theme was like okay to me. It was like camp. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had stuff to do, so I was just like, um, me and Idris was like, yo, let's just do a party, and we just did a, a Met Gala after party. And together, you guys called yourselves? Team Doskin. Yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, my first uh, annual, because we're going to do this every year, um, Concrete Chandelier event, 
whereas like I just team up with different uh, producers or just different people that's into music and, and create a whole vibe and event. And who are some of the people who stopped by that night? Uh, Kirby uh, stopped by. Uh, Lizzo stopped by. Uh, she performed. Uh, it was a racket. Donatella Versace was there. It was her birthday. Um, Chris Rock was there. Um, me and Idris was DJing with my DJ TJ. Mizzou. Shout out to TJ. Yeah. Yeah. Slick Rick was there with his wife. It was it was amazing. Yeah. It was a little function. My little brother was there. <laughs> Shout out to him. <laughs> yeah. How much younger is he? Um, Deli is about... How old is Deli? Deli, I think, is 21. Yeah, going on 50. <laughs> <laughs> How did you meet Dapper Dan? Uh, I seen him in a, in a grocery store. Like, I seen him shopping. I, I, he did clothes and stuff for me when I was a kid, and he was my father's mentor. Like, my father got, like, a lot of knowledge and stuff from him. So I'm in Harlem one time, and I knew where he lived at, and I knew what he looked like. So I was like, oh, that's Dap. I hopped out of the car. I hopped out on him. And I'm like, yo, I'm Ferg's son. And he, was, he had took a, a <laughs> look at me. He like, oh, man, and gave me, like, a hug and everything, and we've been cool ever since then. How long ago was that? So I met him on his block, actually. Were and you already, was, like, rapping? Yeah, I was rapping. Yeah. Uh, I met him, like, uh, I'd say, like, three, four years ago. Like, fight, like, four years ago. Probably. And were you the first of the ASAP mob to meet him, or? Uh, I would say so because I met him when I was a baby. I just didn't, we didn't, we, we didn't, we wasn't connected. Right. Yeah. And what do you think of this sort of like second wave for him? I love it. I mean, he asked me like, should he do it? He was like, yo, nephew, should I do this? Should I, should I, um, because he was underground for a long time. Like, yeah. I know Dapper Dan history, like the feds came, took all his books and pictures and shit like that. And um, they were trying to put him out of business. So he had to go underground for years. He wasn't like talking to people over the phone. He was just like really like just on some low shit. So he was asking, he was doing stuff for like different people. Like Floyd Mayweather was his friend for a long time, doing all his trunks and things like that. But he had asked me like when the whole Gucci thing had hit, he's like, yo, what, what should I do about this? Like they keep calling my phone. They've been calling me for about a year. They try to reach out to me through like Beyonce and everything like that. I was like, yo, do it. I was like, if anything, you could spin off and do your own thing, you know, from it and get your name out there. And, and this is old to you, I feel like. This is uh, um, this is time for you to brand yourself as a designer and a great, a legend that you are. Don't go against it. Just roll with it. Does it ever trip you out that that's such an amazing designer and figure in this world looks to you for advice? Um, It don't... F- it don't freak me out because we know each other like you know before like any of the Gucci stuff and all of that stuff like we would like link up and have powwows like we would you know go into the store and pull a gate down and talk for hours and just like old Harlem style like just talk about how we could help one another and you know I was before like he signed a deal with Gucci and, and he was getting he, he, he came from the underground I had like I was part in helping him bring him out like his face like we did a high snobiety interview where we interviewed each other and we did like something for mtv just because i felt like the world needed to see him and know that like oh he's a part of harlem and he's a major key so like it was it's all purposely done and um we just try to figure out a way to just monetize it to the best ability and make sure that 
you know, we getting what we need to get out of this situation. What are other Harlem stories that like haven't been told? You know, like, you know, you have uh, Alpo, you have uh, Dapper Dan, you have like these very like Harlem heroes who you grew up on. Well, my father got into a car crash with Alpo on the highway and they left the car on the highway <laughs> and just walked back home. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one they used to do shit like that crash cars and leave them mm-hmm. that's a bad hobby <laughs> yeah they was, getting, they was getting a lot of money my father was cool with like Richard Porter Alpo AZ like Richard Porter and my father used to go skating together I'm real cool with Richard Porter's sister Pat Pat Porter um Richard's Richard Porter's daughter I talk to like every other day wow um and also like AZ I don't really see him like that but yeah, like, I, I hear stories about them all the time. Like, my uncle is, like, my family is very, like, connected to the neighborhood and just, like, you know, everybody that was doing things. Yeah, what do you think when you Whether hear? Whether it was political or street, whatever. Like, you know, if you if you in the street, you damn near, like, connected with the people that's political because y'all going to rub elbows one day anyway. Well, what do you think when you hear, like, Cam shout out your dad and say that he knew, he really knew your dad in, in Jimmy's song? I think that's the truth. He really knew my pops and like my pops like was like the older guy to them. They used to like come around his store and you know see him doing his thing and um yeah, like I think it's dope. Do you ever pinch yourself in a situation and say like I can't believe that I'm in this place? Yes, all the time. <laughs> I wake up every day in my house and I'd be like this is my house. Or like I get excited to go home cuz it's like damn, shit. I get to like go to sleep and wake up somewhere I want to be. Who's somebody beyond uh, Dapper Dan that you're just like, wow, I, like, this is somebody who I can just call and just talk shit with. Not even like ask for a favor, not ask for information, just like, just see how, how, how that person's doing. Swiss Beats, I do that a lot with. I do that a lot with Pharrell. I do that a lot with Snoop Dogg. Me and Snoop got the same birthday. Um, do you see similar traits? Yeah, are you guys like the same person? Uh... A lot in the same ways, yes, because he pays homage to like the past. Um, we listen to Doggy Style, like he he used a lot of like the past, um, like funk and funk, yeah. and even getting like you know older guys to sing on on the music mm-hmm. and and the visually, and yeah. yeah, visually he was like bringing like uh, Pam Grant to the the thing, Huggy Bear yeah. to yep. like the whole visual. This is like and he saved like Charlie Wilson's life, you yeah. Know? Like he's somebody yeah. who's just like yeah, married to the seventies. Yeah, so it's not only like aesthetic; it's like his real life and what he's really into. And that's my thing is like a lot of rappers and musicians do things for aesthetic because it's aesthetically pleasing and it looks cool. But my whole thing is like I wanted to be functional in real life. Like I really ride bikes with these kids. Like I really ride bikes. Period. Like. I, could, I really do tricks. You really see me in real time doing tricks. You might see me in the streets. Well, yeah, on, Jimmy was on like Instagram Live one day when he ran into you uptown. Oh, like word. just riding around. Yeah, see, like shit like that. Like I'm really who I am. Like I'm really who I say I am. I'm really what you see. Like I'm not like faking the funk for nobody. And I think that's like, it's, it's easier for you to live with yourself when you're that way. So that's why something like Get At Me Dog speaks to you and why you want to sort of like take that and give it, your own twist? Right, exactly. That's paying homage again because DMX is one of my favorite artists. Even like Trap Lord, the album was paying homage to DMX with the cover because it was a very similar um, cover to DMX. And like when I bark, that's like a homage to DMX. 
you know, um, just the grittiness, like the kids from the underground and concrete and just like that whole vibe is like DMX. I used to see DMX. We used to go to the same barber in Harlem hmm. and a brownstone. He used to pull up with his dogs in the streets, no security, nothing. But he had like a movie, <laughs> like on the, the big screens. But he just always remained himself, and that's who I am. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like Cam with the pink range, like pulling up to the MH cookout with everybody outside. Like this is home for me. Have you ever switched up your haircut? I did, and it was like. So bad. <laughs> like, yes. Like, I, I tried to get freaky with the hair one time, and it was just... As in what? You colored it, or you... Was that the one where you put, out? like, the, the, the stripes? Like, yeah, I put the, yeah, I put the lines on the side of the head. But actually, I had that haircut when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I got that haircut when I was a kid, and I was... Re- so you're paying homage to yourself. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, everything I do comes from something. I'm just not like, oh, let me just go crazy. Right, right. Like, it's like, I'm... I just... I did it, and I was trying to grow my hair. And like, I got inspired by like the the Jamaican rosters when I went to Jamaica, and like they they dreads was like from the sun get, turning blonde. So I wanted to do that with my hair, but I didn't have enough sun. <laughs> One and two, my hair was just taking too long to grow, so it was annoying. And I just figured I looked really good with a season. Everybody was trying to get freaky, crazy hair hairstyles. And changing their hair colors that I just I just remained me and just kept my hair cut fresh. But you are somebody who like experiments a lot with actual clothing. It's just with your your yeah. face. No. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever think about growing like a, a big have, beard? Like a Philly beard? I used to have a big beard. Like before I was rapping, I used to have like a crazy beard. I used to grow my beard. But like I just think for all purposes, like when I walk into business meetings or like when I just do di- different things, like I think I like my my clean face better. So I feel like inspiration is a is a big part of your music and and certainly a big part of like your everyday when you're telling people to get to the gym and even was it yesterday or two I'm going days to ago? I'm the gym after this. I'm saying like you you what said gym do you belong to? Um, <laughs> we could go, go together. To, <laughs> I go to New York City Sports Club. But but there was a kid there who wanted a picture and you were just like I'll take a picture with you if you work out with me. Yes. And that happened like two days ago. Yeah, so yeah. good. It's so awesome. It's all I've been talking. It's the only thing I honestly want to talk about today. <laughs> it's, it's so funny because like shit like that happens to me all the time. I just decided to post it like that day because I'm like people probably don't even notice about me that I I would do this like normally like because I want people to know that like first of all I'm like I I rap very good. I make great songs, but I'm overall an artist. Like I went to art and design high school. Right. I majored in fashion and fine arts. I really took a sewing class. Like, I, but what'd you get in the sewing class? Huh? What'd you, what was your what, grade? What grade, yeah. I got a great grade. Like, right. I, I did really good. Like, I was paying attention. But, like, I don't sew now. Like, I just hire people to do that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm really into, You leveled like, up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, but, like, even then, I wasn't really into, like, sewing. Like, I was... I just wanted to design the stuff and like. By the way, isn't that crazy that like now it's cool to like be a boss and hire someone to do that work? But if you're in high school and you don't want to do the work and you pay someone to do that, that's wrong. Wow. Yeah. What a take. Yeah. What thank you. a take. Thank you very much. I didn't think that was wrong. I just think that <laughs> I think that sewing is an art in itself. Like you got masters, like tailors and shit like that. Like I would, I'm just not really that interested in sewing, mm-hmm. but I'm very interested in creating. I feel like we're getting off topic of you making this kid work out to get a picture. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, like 
I'm just getting back to that, like, as far as, like, yeah, I'm a person. I'm a human being. Like, I, like what is a superstar or celebrity? Like, somebody that just acts stuffy and act like they can't talk to people? Like, that's totally not me. So you say, like, if you can do it, anyone else could do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I say, why not do it? It's, it's cool. Like, it's how you communicate. It's, how, it's the only way we can understand each other as humans. Like, it's the only way I can learn something from that kid that I wouldn't have learned before. Which well, was what? Yeah, what'd you learn from him? I learned that, How to like, properly do a pull-up? Uh, pull <laughs> nah. No, he was doing, like, an ab workout. I learned that, like, it's cool to, like, work out with fans. And you can do that. Like, friends. And, like, even, like, if you're a fan of my work, you know what type of beats I like. So I'll, like, talk to a fan to figure out if they got friends that make beats. Because that could be somebody I could possibly sign or, like, work with. So theoretically, if you're on tour and you're in, like, San Antonio or something like that, right? Beautiful San Antonio. And you're just there for, like, a day and you don't have your sound check until, like, 6 p.m. or something like that. And you're just out there during lunch. If a fan came up to you and was just like, yo, can I hear some new music? Would you play the new music from your phone? I've done that. What's the reaction? It's crazy. They don't believe it. They just <laughs> think like an angel came down on <laughs> earth and decided to like unleash God's voice or some shit. <laughs> like, for real. Like, I mean, I, it's footage out there of me like taking fans from after a show and like bringing them in the car and playing music for them. Would you go out to eat with fans? I've done that too. Would you take them out on a run? Um, I've, I, I'm pretty sure I've done that. Yeah, yeah, you did that thing where you were biking down the west side. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did a bike ride together. That's we, dope. Yeah, and I've like, I had a show one time. Like usually the the, the tour buses pull up early, so it was like it'd be fucking boring on the tour bus. <laughs> like I'm not gonna be like an extra boring celebrity. I gotta stay on this bus until like it's time to come out. That shit is whack. <laughs> so I'm like I'm going out. I'm gonna fuck with the fans. They was all waiting in the rain for dumb long. So I bought all of them hot dogs and we hung out and we chilled and I figured some shit to do until I had a show. Like, who was the first like celebrity that you you know got to know and were just like, wow, they didn't let me down. First of all, I never held any celebrity like up here just because I had parents that I respected so much and I looked up to my mother and my father. So any other like a celebrity, I just it meant nothing to me as far as like who like who you are. Who you are as a person is what meant something to me. Mm. I met Puff when I was a kid. Like, I didn't even know who he was at first because, like, I just, I only know my dad. My father is the coolest person ever. I met this guy at a, a turkey giveaway in front of Menacing, and he had, like, a long mink coat on and some glasses, and he was just really tall. And I'm looking was up it me? at him. <laughs> Might have been me. Might have been you. Yeah. But it was Puff. My father was like, you don't know who that is? And I was like, nah. And then we walked away and it was just like, he was like, that was Puff. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's what's up. Like, I didn't know, like, I'm just oblivious to like all of that. Well, who's somebody that you wanted to meet for all your life and then you finally met them and they lived up to your expectations? Pharrell. Mm. Pharrell is like amazing. Just like his work ethic, he works like as if he's broke. Like, I, I've sat in the studio with him and watched him make beats from scratch. I watched him make plenty of beats. I, I watched him bring his business partners in and, and show them what he's doing and getting everybody involved. Um, advice, like, 
he's just a, a very humble person as well. What's but he can is? turn up too. Like <laughs> he, he'll flex on your ass real quick. <laughs> <laughs> when Puff gave you one of his bad boy chains, I love the ring. Just in general, I don't fuck with the ring. I mean. Like, of all precipitation, not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, sure. You know, I yeah. get it. I love the rain mm-hmm. because it, it makes me... It reminds me of an Ashanti video. <laughs> it, makes, it makes me chill. Do and, you... And an Ashanti video. Yeah. I also Ashanti. Could you ever live... Ashanti is bad, too. Could you live in L.A. and, like, have no rain? Nah. I'll fuck with the rain. I couldn't live in L.A., I feel like. Mm. Yeah. I feel like we've had a lot of opportunities to move out there. And just, like, it's not for us. Like, we're very New York. Yeah, um, I just left Harlem. Like I just moved out of Harlem. Everybody thought I lived in L.A., but I just moved out of. Harlem. Were you in the same spot that you were always? Like you were just like a few blocks up from us. I stayed on One Twentieth. Marcus Samuelson was my um, neighbor. Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did you get free food? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> like I'm cool with Marcus Samuelson. I'm cool with Melba. I'm cool with like all of the who who I need to be cool with. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have the same dentist. Like I would, we go to the same dentist's office. So you would just like stop by, and they have like a, a seat for you. Yeah, yeah, all the time. But I also pay for food a lot of times too. Like I don't be just trying no, to pull course, up yeah. shit for free. Yeah, but when when Puff gave you that bad boy chain, like yeah. what did it mean to you just overall? Everything, because my father designed that logo, and um, I had actually asked him for it. I'm like, yo, I need that chain. <laughs> I need that piece, and. I was like, I need Jaws. And he gave me his. Like, it actually says his name in the back. Years ago, when we first met Currency. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Currency uh, signed to Dame Rock. Dash? Yeah. Uh-huh. He had, like, Dame Dash Music Group underneath, like, Def Jam. Mm-hmm. And it was right after the Rockefeller split. And he- Do you remember when they had the Dojo Lounge? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah that shit totally. was so fire. That was awesome. <laughs> and a lot of, like, great people came from that. I used to, yeah, like, Dean and Ricky used to be in there. Yep. Yep. Currency used to be in there. He used totally. to have the studio. Smoke it was Dizza, om- yeah. Yeah, yep. Smoke Dizza. Bun used to come through. Yeah. It was almost like Andy Warhol's uh, factory. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, uh, Cootie and Chike would be there. Like, a lot of people doing a lot of different art. I was a kid, and that shit meant everything for me. Like, I'm one of these... I'm, one, I'm the kid from Harlem that used to hang out downtown in Soho, go to all the underground fashion events. Like Hood by Air, all of that shit, the dojo in Tribeca. Like, so f- that shit was like the vibe. Like, bec- I missed that shit so much. Like, and the because it was in Tribeca, and and shit. yeah. It made it so different because it was in yeah. Tribeca. Facts. Yeah. And now everything is like dead. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say it's dead. I just think that, um, it's, I think we're the guys now. I think we're the ones. I think before it was like everybody else providing the vibes. Now it's up to us to provide the vibes. It's different. Like we used to go to uh, Santos totally. to like to Vashti parties and yep. shit like that. That's but, where we first met Puff, actually. But like we became successful enough to throw our own parties. Yeah. Now we can't look for something else to go to because we got to be the per- person to throw it. And but now I'm you got there's like so much money in New York now, and it's mm-hmm. like from people who are not like creative that. All the creatives, they went to L.A. Well, yeah, because the rent was, like, expensive, too. Like, years yeah. ago, like, like Sycamore would tell us, he's just mm-hmm. like, man, no, all the young kids left because they can't afford to, to live here anymore, yeah. right? So they move out to L.A. But then there was a point where, like... L.A. became too crazy. And yeah, then, and it felt like people could move back. Do you feel like there's a good creative space around New York? I do. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's going to... I feel like every year is, like, some new shit happening. I, it's a lot of kids... Young kids that I'm meeting that I'm hanging out with, TJ Porter, Young Guapo, just a bunch of like kids 
that I'm fucking with that um they got something good going on and it's the energy and also like the bike life movement is live out here and it's providing a whole vibe for around the world. I'm seeing kids in Miami, kids in London, they all like mimicking what's happening, but for themselves and making it into their own thing out there. So it's definitely a, a strong energy in New York, but I just feel like it's up to us as being like the OGs of this shit, like really to, to provide like the event space for these kids to meet in like the Hudson. Like what Dame Dash did for us with the mm-hmm, dojo. Like, mm-hmm. ain't none of us had no money to like get a spot in Tribeca and like invite everybody to look at art and do art shows and do free music and all of that. And it's the same thing with these kids. We got to do that because now we got a little bit of money and we could play with it now. So you should get a sponsorship from one of your favorite brands, Hennessy. Hennessy and and well, that might not work with where I was going. I was like, you oh. should you should rent out a gym. <laughs> But okay, yeah, we, we, got, we got we got one for that too, and the gym, mm-hmm. yeah. and you bump your own music, and you work out with all your fans, and it's a nice oh, yeah. collection we, of like-minded people. We working on something right now. I'm not even gonna say the name, but we we doing that exactly what what you just said. Crazy. Maybe you and I have the same birthday. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Facts. <laughs> well, are you, are you somebody who does believe in like horoscopes? Uh, I do because like the way I make it make sense to myself is like everybody's. That's born October 20th, which is my birthday. Mm-hmm. They're born in a certain time of the year. Um, so probably like it's more sunny or like it's just more of a vibe. Or especially if you're born on the 20th, uh, 1988, like your parents was drinking something like. Hennessy. Or like, yeah, they was <laughs> all champagne, like. Or eating a certain type of thing, food, so their hormones might have been similar in a way. Like all of that counts into making a baby. I feel like mm-hmm. so. Like that's like if you, if you if the crack academic hit like in the '80s. So if you were smoking crack, it's a bunch of crack babies. <laughs> but if you was eating good and eating like the the food back then, might have been better than the food now. So it's just like it probably been like. We had better babies like back then. But if you know. run into someone again in San Antonio who was born on the same day as you and was not, you know, living that New York crack era life, I still feel like it's still a connection there, because, like I said, it's a certain. T- uh, we all live under the same sun. Yeah. Same moon. Um, we're all made up of the same things. It has to be a connection. When you're sitting down with people that you're collaborating, whether it's like fashion or music, or let, let's just say music, right? Does it matter to you to work with someone from a different era like Premiere? Or does it, does it matter to you to work with like someone younger to get a different vibe? Or do you just go in there with, with sort of a, a blank slate and just welcome whatever energy they can give you? It's a blank slate, but I got to be a fan of whatever you're doing, whether you're young and never put music out or you're like older with a bunch of hit records. So you've heard things from from kids that you've never met before and you're just like, cool, I'll use it because it speaks to me? For sure. I've signed kids, like producers. My producers, I've worked with them first. And I just love their sound. I love what their direction. And I put them on and I jump on their beats because it's something different. It's something I've never heard. And I'm always trying to push Sonics always new sounds like I hate like jumping on shit that everybody else jump on like I just can't stand that shit yeah like I'm not like I talk to like murder beats all the time 
we've never done work together. I love his, I love what he's doing and his lane and everything like that. But I, I told him if we work together, we gonna work on the shit that you never put out before. <laughs> like when I worked with like Mustard before, mm-hmm. we it was like a song I did with Missy, like it was like a house record. You would have never thought it was like. I don't even think he put his tag on it. So it's called Strive, <laughs> right? So where does the music that doesn't go out sit? Like you have hard drives and you it's just practice. Do you ever reuse lines? No. Well, probably. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I try not to. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think about just like putting Lucy's out there and just seeing what the temperature is? I do, but everything is intentional. Like I'm just not just putting music out to put it out. Like I only talk when I got something to say. Mm. So, like, I'm just not out here just trying to make noises, just stay relevant. I got way too many talents for just doing that. Like, if I ain't got nothing to say with the music, then I'm going to create some art or, like, design some clothes or Or whatever. your home goods line. My home goods line. Which like, is dope. The Vony. Yeah, that's that's yeah. this right here. Yeah. The Vony started off as a clothing line, like leather goods, but I just went into, like, making, like, rugs and just different things like that. Do you go down to New Zealand to actually like source the the fabrics and everything? No, I don't. Like, but I, I work with people that do. Just because I got so much other things going on. But that's like, a long plane ride. <laughs> yeah, but I've been in New Zealand about yeah. five times. Mm. Yeah, I've been in Australia, New Zealand, like probably like for the last seven years. Every every year. When you think of like the perfect rug, like what is it? Um, it's just like for me, it's the colors. Is um how exclusive is it? It is. I know I did some um custom colors for mine. Like I had to like dye silk and do all kinds of stuff in Nepal for my rug, hmm. and it took about like it took about like six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that on your Instagram where it's just like six weeks. I mean, like, that's a long time to wait. Yeah. For it to be right. It is, but it's like. I'm working on so much other stuff. It's a surprise by, by the time I get it. Yeah. Do you care if, like, your label comes to you, RCA, and they're just like, hey, we've been waiting a while for music, and you're just like, I'm not there yet. Or if people are like, you know what? I'd really like clothes from you, and you're just like, yeah, but I'm, I'm not, I'm tinkering, and I'm not, I'm not there yet, or, or whatever it is. I used to put pressure on myself until I realized that I'm not like none of these other rappers. Like, I'm, I'm something very special or something unique. To where it's like, I use different mediums to express myself. Like, I can't be like these rappers. I can't like, I don't even know how to like, and not taking away from what they're doing because they're doing what they're doing great. It's just that I have so much other like things that I want to do that it's just, it's whatever. And my label understands that. Like, I have a very, I have very good relationships with everybody I work with. It's a partnership. So you have to understand each other to make it work. Well, was that ever an issue when you guys were coming up, like, in the beginning of ASAP Mob? No, nah, it was never an issue. Like, everybody knew where your head was at? and They knew we were special. Like, we into fashion. Like, we go on the fashion shows. They ain't never seen no artists, like, picking up and, like, taking uh, designers to, like, award shows and, like, shit like that. Like, we was doing things that they, they knew nothing about, one. And two, like, it added to whatever they was trying to do. With, with artists so they they just let us do what we do as far as the mob when drake was like hey you guys should come out on on tour when you guys were young right yeah. did you know kendrick did you know yeah i knew kendrick yeah i knew kendrick from hanging out in prohibit oh right on yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so me kendrick the mob danny brown 
Rocky. Uh, it was like a whole crew that kind of came up together. And then I met Schoolboy Q a little bit later. And then like TDE and like ASAP, we throw up the same handshake. We we brothers, we came up together. Yeah. Yeah. When we saw you at PS1 a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. you and Cardi, and the place was like packed out like never before. That was crazy. Yeah. And you played maybe live for the first time, I don't know, but playing Jane. Uh-huh. And we were there and we were just like, yo, like that's it. And you and 12 you were up there and you wound it back and you played it again and again. Yeah. And that shit got the place rocking like like we'd never seen it before. Yeah. To a right. point that like I actually thought I was gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> that but that that song that, so fucking that song went yeah. like like and you've had some monsters before. Right. But that song just went three times platinum. Crazy. Yeah. When you recorded it, did you know it was going to be that big? I knew it was going to go crazy. I didn't know it was going to be that big. Like, you never, I never think about, like, all right, I'm trying to make this song go three times platinum. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get to the first plat, which is gold. Um, I didn't think about that. I just knew it was going to be a big tune because it had all the ingredients in it to be a big tune. Like what? The the catchiness mm. um, is paying homage to Juicy J, mm-hmm. suck a nigga dick or something. We all loved that part when we was kids. I just <laughs> made it a hook. Um, it had my name in it. Mm-hmm. Fergus in name. Like, me and my manager had this conversation of all big artists has an anthem with their name in it. H mm. to the Izzo, V to the... So that was my anthem with my name in it. It made the world scream my name. Mm. And then also what I'm saying in it is so catchy and it, it hit home. I just came back from Liberia, so... Mm. I came back, I gave away most of my jewelry because I, I feel like I got more conscious as far as like seeing kids out there. And I'm like, Hermes, Link of Feeder Village in Liberia. Mm-hmm. That's because I was really out there like putting uniforms on kids and shit like that. And I was like, damn, you know, I feel some type of way about this until like I was able to digest that and, and, and kind of like know what I was doing as far as building and doing philanthropy and all of that shit. I couldn't even really wear jewelry until like I knew what I was doing. And and um yeah, so that's what that line was about. And then like my mother, she 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 see me on BET and start tearing up. Like me and my mom's had a bad relationship for a while. Like until like one day her her best friend or good friend seen me on on TV getting like a BET award, mm. and she started crying when she seen me getting a BET award. Because, like, she like, man, we don't even talk. I even know you was doing this. I, like, let alone this big. Like, we live in the same house. So, like, that was when I, like, you know, we kind of got closer. And um, just, like, the Harlem cookouts, like, used to dodge shots. And then, um, like, my uncle selling Nick's at night. Yo. I was only eight years old watching Nick at night. That shit was for real, for real. Yeah. Like, real shit. Like, so... It hit home and then a panini line, funny <laughs> shit like that with Riri and mm-hmm. just like really telling my life story, but in a way it was digestible to anybody that was drunk or sober and having a good time. Because you the- could be drunk and be turned up to that <laughs> shit and then get sober and drive home and be like, damn, this nigga really saying something. And the, I mean, the beat just hit too. Beat is crazy. And I did that on purpose too. Because you wanted to sound like G Easy. <laughs> Shout out to G Easy. Um, that's funny because like they always make that song go back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was perfect. Yeah, it helped it both you guys. Um, one because my brother is on their hook. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know nothing about that song when I created that song. Right, I promise you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, 
I did that on purpose as far as the beat because I wrote that to um, Slob of My Knob, mm. that song. And then I came to Kirk Knight because I said, this dude is so talented that I want the world to see his talent. And Kirk is like my little brother. So I was just like, Kirk Knight from Pro Era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like, yo, I want the world to see how talented you are. So I I commissioned him to make the beat. Did you realize all the ingredients that he put in? Like if you watch like the genius video and he's like, oh yeah, I sampled the, a passing train on a on an elevated track. Nah, I gotta see all of that. But Crazy. I know like he was gonna make the beat feel new. Yeah, and he was gonna make it something special and season some shit and sprinkle some shit on top of that shit that just wasn't there before. And he was a the perfect person for that beat. So. After you left three the, times platinum. After you left the Plain studio with just it, just like you wanted. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> three times. People not going three times platinum every day. I'm a kid from Harlem. I didn't even know I was going to do none of this shit. You get the plaques. Yeah, I get the plaques, <laughs> and I get the money too. Yeah. Do you hang the plaques? Yeah, I hang the plaques. Because there's so many. There's I so got, many. I'm building a new studio in my house, and that's I got dope. All my plaques. There's so many artists who just like leave it on the floor, just like you know. Yeah, mine's, is, against mine's each other. is definitely on the floor, stacked <laughs> against each other right now. But I'm about to hang them up. Where did you move to? I moved to Jersey. Oh, oh, so you really did make it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you change your number? <laughs> nah, same number. But I be changing my number a lot. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Because I'd be like bumping into people, they'd be like, yo, this is still your joint. I'm like, nah, that's like two numbers ago. Yo, so we ran into you at Lenny S's Halloween party, right? Right. Oh, actually, when Jeff was dressed up as Drake's dad. Yeah. And you were dressed up as Mike Tyson. Facts. And by the way, you gave us the number that night, so maybe it's the same, maybe it's not. Who it knows? It should be the same. Two numbers ago. But you later, I think it was later, met Mike Tyson. That was crazy, right? Yeah. Man. So, because we ran into someone, we were out in Long Island, and we were introduced to someone who works with Mike, and he was like, yo, and he told us a story about you. Was he a white guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah with, that, with a big beard. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's Mike Tyson's people. That yeah, yeah. Yeah. He He's the one who introduced me to Mike, and, and I performed at Mike's first festival. That's what he said. Yeah. Did Mike see you dressed up as himself for Halloween? Uh, He did. He did. He thought it was crazy. Yeah, I bet. So he was like, yo, that looks like me. <laughs> and I'm like pointing out like the see-through Fendi shirt with the slacks and the shoes. Because Mike used to get down with the, the dressing. You know, like I'm like a, a stocky, you know, kind of dude. I got muscles and I got like big legs. So it's like you look at people that's sporty that has a kind of same body Silhouette, type as you yeah. that yeah. killed that killed the fashion Heavenly back bodies. then yeah. right yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so like mike tyson is one of those dudes i definitely look up to as a fashion icon who did the who did the tattoo for you for the following um oh who did the tattoo oh it was renell's friend okay yeah, yeah, she, she, yeah she killed that shit eric and i got yelled at like two weeks ago by this girl who was like, how come you haven't had Renelle on the podcast? I'm like, it's not my fault. <laughs> no, she has been asked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she told me that she guys had head up. So when you met Mike, was he like everything you thought he would be? Yes. <laughs> yes, but I just wish that like I smoked weed so I could smoke weed with right. him. Right. Oh, he's big into weed now. Yeah, yeah. and I, I wanted to spend more time with him to get some more. Um, I wanted to ask him about like acting. I wanted to ask him about his outfits. I wanted to ask him about his animals. I wanted to ask him, like, what was his motivation? What was the trials like when he was about to go to jail and shit like that? Like, what was his reign like when he was making all of that money? 
I wanted to ask him. Him on 125th Street. Yeah. Oh, yo. Dapper Dance spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit made and all of that. I wanted to ask him all of that shit. But we have time. I'll go Shannon's house and he can sit in my house and we can talk. Who are other people that you've had like a passing uh, interaction with and you're just like, man, I want to spend more time with that person? Fat Joe. Oh, same. Yo, I feel like we haven't spent that much time I feel like me and Fat Joe are so close, but we're so far. Yo. I just feel like I know this dude and like... When we see each other, it's like the normal, like handshake, like respect, love. Yeah. But it's like, damn, but I love you because <laughs> like, I grew up on your shit and I know you. Like, I know, like, like do you know that? Like, because my, my pops, before he had his own store, he used to put his clothing line in Fat Joe's store in the really? Bronx. Yeah. So I don't, like, I want to talk to Fat Joe about that. Like, yo, do you know that? Like, my <laughs> pops used to drop off. And he probably going to say, nigga, yeah, I know that shit. <laughs> But like me, I don't be knowing like if people know. So. By the way, so he's gonna um, be on the podcast soon. So you should come Word. through. Yeah, and uh, Hell yeah. that yeah. would be dope. But you should come in as Mike Tyson. Yeah, <laughs> nah, facts. Um, I love uh, the Stretch and Barbito uh, documentary thing they got on so Netflix. Good. Yeah, and like the Fat Joe, like when he was young, like going up there tearing that shit up. Like, I went down to see Static Selecta and Bun B. They did a like a twelve hour recording process for their album, right? He called me for that, Bun B. Really? Yeah. I um, wasn't in town. I, I I went down there and you know, I'm just being a fly on the wall because I don't want to be like on the live stream cameras or anything. Fat Joe's at home watching, right? right. And like Method Man comes through and like uh Fame came through and Michi came through and just a lot of people, right? CJ right. Fly. Um a lot of people were there to record, but Fat Joe was just at home watching and was like, yo, I can't miss this. And so he came down to the studio. I'm in the control room. I'm standing like behind this door. And he just like walks in, right? Now, we've yeah. been around him, but never met formally. We have a lot of friends in common, but never like met one-on-one. Right. So Jeff was at home sick. I'm there by myself or whatever. And Bun's wife, Queenie's in the corner. Yeah. I'm in another corner. And Fat Joe just sits down, takes a pad and pen, and writes his verse, which is incredible. And... At one point, he goes, he looks up at me. We haven't spoken at all. He just goes, what's another word for wall? And I'm like, yo, this is my moment, right? So I go, drywall. And I'm like, fuck, no. And he's just like, something that doesn't rhyme. And I'm like, yeah. So someone else walks in, and they're just like, sheetrock. And he's like, sheetrock, thank you. And I'm like, fuck, I missed my (laughs) one chance. You could have got like half a credit on it. I know, I know, I know. I was in the room. So Static comes in. He's like, yo, did you do their joint yet? And he was like, oh, you're the guys who've been pressing me. We're like, yes, we've had everyone from Angie to Mayor to like everybody just trying to, Christy trying to hit you up or whatever. He's like, I like you. I'm going to do your shit, right? So ever since then, I've run into him at SOBs, at Khaled's SNL after party, whatever, and he remembers me, which is like mind-blowing and the greatest feeling, right? Well, because Eric thinks that I'm more recognizable. You have glasses, yeah. you're taller, right? Yeah. I'm not going to lie, you do have yeah, yeah. a very recognizable <laughs> Yeah, Every time you, you know, you say hi to me, you don't say hi to him. That's right, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, <laughs> but Fat Joe knows me, and so that's like the greatest thing. So <laughs> I feel like we're best friends just because he like daps me up and says like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, this is, this is unbelievable. That's crazy. Did yeah. y'all ever struggle with that, like him being more recognizable? Yes, yes, all, all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, it almost broke up the group. <laughs> the well, funny who do you get uh, confused for? I've been called Schoolboy Q. I've been called Casanova. <laughs> I've been called so many different people. I got Schoolboy Q about twice. Damn. Yeah. Were you wearing like glasses like him or? I think hat. it's the yeah. I think it's the aggressive rap style that kind of confuses people, and they equate that to like the way we look. So it's just like, oh, that's the aggressive nigga, 
And it's like, oh. It could just be good old-fashioned racism. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact, too. Yeah. But these people wasn't, like, white, so. No. <laughs> when you think back to, like, bad boys, like, unprecedented run, right? Ooh, this is my favorite conversation. Who, who do you really, like, think of? Do you think of, like, Mace? Do you think of Locks? Do you think of Black Rob? I think about Big, Total. I think Total. About Mark 112. Curry. I think about uh, uh, Mario Juanas. Yeah. Okay. I think about Loom. You really do like the, the brain. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I think about Black Rob, too. I think about... This is on my playlist. This is what I'm listening to every day. Yeah. Like, currently. Yeah. I'm listening to, like... Puff Daddy and a family. When you're in the gym, I know you shout out Jim Jones a lot in the gym, but do you do you listen to like Bad Boy stuff in the gym? I listen to Bad Boy stuff Victory. in the gym. I'm listening to Victory. Notorious Thugs. But you know what's funny though? I'm listening to like old school music. Like I could show you all my shit. Like I'm listening to like old school shit. But like, what's old school though? I'm like talking about soul like, or R&B? Soul or soul. Oh, okay. Oh. So early 90s? Yeah, like that's what I that's what I I love just remember like to. On uh, 106 in Park, they would say throwback of the day, and it would be like Lil Bow Wow. And I was like, am I I'm that listening, old? I'm, li- I'm, li- I'm listening to Groove Theory. Ah. I'm, listening to, I'm listening to Zane. I'm listening to... Jean A. yeah. Yeah, I'm listening to uh, Alexander O'Neill, mm. In Vogue, mm. Diana Ross. This is what you do Port- to work out? Porter's Head. Yes. Porter's Head is not workout music. <laughs> I mean, none of this is workout music, but Porter's Head is definitely not Shade. workout music. I'm listening to Chic. She glutch? Um, no, she, nah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless she can. <laughs> she glutch. <laughs> um, I, I don't listen to like hype music to get hype because it don't get me. I'm already hype. Yeah. Do you ever listen to your own music in the gym? No, I've done it, but I don't. Could you ever do a sensitive like type song? I've done some. I did a. <laughs> you said, "Can you ever do?" A sensitive? <laughs> know, yeah. Let you go with sensitive, hood pope sensitive, cocaine castle sensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh. I've done a song called Psycho, which is very sensitive. I did a song called Uncle with Clem Casino, sensitive. Mm. I get sensitive. I'm in touch with my sensitive side. Mm. You're such a... Even Strive is like a real, like, huh? I said, you're such a... What sign are you? (laughs) I'm a Libra, man. Yeah. Well, you were just reading up on Libras, right? Yeah, because our friend Ravy B. uh, Ravy. Yeah. Yeah, That's a Ravy. Yeah. uh, So she's a Libra, and I was like... I found like all these Libra tweets and I'm just like sending them to her. I'm like, they all are <laughs> conflicting. Like none of them make sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I definitely like, I'm, I think I'm very vulnerable in my music. Like, even if it's like with a, a tough beat, sometimes it's just like, I'm very vulnerable. I think what confuses people to think that I'm not is that like, I don't do like too many soft sounding. Beats. Right. That's what I more meant. Yeah. yeah. They just want that aggressive schoolboy Q sound from you. you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about uh, New Year's this past year. Uh-huh. You were at uh, you were at Jay Z's house. Yeah, Ray V told you that. No, well, we saw... did we did see a picture from her today. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but oh but, yeah, uh, I got pictures from that that I'm waiting to see if I could post because it's inside of his house. Oh yeah. my god! But I might just like I might just blow him up and put him in my house. But I saw that like a lot of people were there, obviously. But I saw that Nipsey was there, and that was the last time that you that was saw the last him. Time I seen Nipsey, yes. man. Is that J. Crib? Crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, considering how long how long has it been since he has passed? Man, it feel like forever. It feel like it feels like. 
man, I don't even want to say a number because I don't. I really don't know the number. Yeah, yeah, something like five years, right? Yeah, five years. But like me and his mom is so close that like it's, we don't miss a beat. But but if you consider like where you were around that time and then what you've done since, and you know everyone grows and time mm-hmm. moves on, right? What do you think the mission of the mob is today as opposed to where it was I would love to know ago? your look on it. I would love to know your outlook on it. Well, so we were talking about this before you came here. And I, I think you individually, like I said, there's a lot of inspiration like from you. Mm-hmm. In the gym, your music, just who you are, right? right? That you touch the people. And I think that's... Do you feel like you know Ferg through that stuff? Um, personally, no. I feel like I know you because I know you in real life. Right. Like we're at a Dapper Dan thing that Miss Info's throw in and you you know see us and say what's up to us i'm right. like no i i know who ferg is you well, know what do you feel like i'm missing as far as like as far as the ferg brand artist that i can make fans know who i am more because that's what i i'm really doing i'm doing a campaign to like i'm just all aspects of my life like i work out uh i'm I, this is where i like to eat this is what i like to drink this is the type of females i like this is a like this is who I am. So I'm just I always want to connect with my fans in the most purest way possible. Do you feel like it's it's, it's something that you would want to know more from Ferg? Well, I I, I think you're very accessible. Mm-hmm. And I, I do I do see that from your socials, right? right? And and I see that just the other day, like at Stadium Goods. Like you're walking around, you're saying what's up to all the people. Yeah, you're outside. Everybody. Yeah, which yeah. was really dope. Um in terms of the mob, I think that like there's something about you guys that was very special. Uh, man, are we talking a decade? Like, you know, ten years ago, right? Uh-huh. Damn, very that u- so long. Ago. Very unique. Yeah. Very like specific to you guys. Not just that you're from New York. Not just that you're all from Harlem. But but you were fashion forward, and you were like progressive in your music and you and you guys were very close and and I imagine still are maybe in different ways. But yeah. but it's it's just it's not like with all due respect to all the other crews, it's not like TDE and it's not like um, Pro Pro Era and it's not like, um, you know, any of the South Florida stuff or Chicago or or wherever. What you guys had was very you. So um, what your mission is, I I, I think that people want to know that a group like that can continue even beyond loss to create and to push boundaries Mm -hmm. and still like be seen together. I think like, we may not see you and Rocky on a daily basis walking down the street, but we saw it like last week. Yeah. You guys were walking in Soho or something it's like that. It's funny because when we together, I don't think to like record us walking. No, no, right. Yeah. And, by, and by the way, like that's another thing too, which is like, are we doing this for performative reasons? And that's, yeah. that's, that's what, that's that's what like I had thing. to ask myself a lot of the times too, is just like, because I'm the type of person that I don't give a fuck about social media or yeah. none of that shit. So it's actually an effort for me to like do certain things. I mean, certain things now is coming to me normally because I'm just getting more into like the social media thing. But before, like, I'm like, man, they sh- they should pay me for doing this shit. They should like really, and I do get paid for certain posts and shit like that. Sure, but I'm feeling like. They should pay me like how YouTube pay people to like come up with content because motherfuckers got full on TV shows, right? And that shit takes time and effort yeah. to like even think about holding your phone up to do like, yo, look at what I'm doing, y'all. Look at this. Look, that's a whole TV show. You on like certain people's stories yeah. for like thirty minutes, just looking at all the shit they do, that they doing. Then you go through their Instagram page. I feel like motherfuckers should get paid off Instagram. 
So that's my whole theory from it. And when I'm hanging out with my friend, I'm really trying to see how he doing. Yeah. Like what's going on. We live a crazy life. What's going on in your life and all of that shit. The last thing I'm thinking about doing is recording myself with my friend. Like, look at what we doing. We right. walking together. Like right. we really <laughs> we really love each other. Like, <laughs> like he came to my house the other day for the first time. And like, cause since I moved, I was just brushing my teeth. And T. Ferg was like, look who I got here. And I turned around, and my I just lit up because I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he's in the house. Like, that shit is fine. And it's like, such a good content piece. So finally, <laughs> finally, yeah. he's here. But you're like, you know, I'm not even thinking about that. Like, no, I'm not no, even yeah. thinking about okay. capturing that. Like, I'm just, it's like more for my heart. It's more for my soul. It's more for us to share that moment with each other. But I understand for fans, they want to see that camaraderie, and they want to see us together all the time. Like, and I love it. But that's because we literally was together all the time. Like, yeah. You know, we used to have, we used to call it the, uh, we used to have a, a little spot. It was, it was, it was a little spot we used to have. It was, we called it the trap house. But, um, oh, the stash house. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. That's what we did, like, a lot of them early on freestyles, the stash house freestyles, where, like, all of us used to, like, basically sleep there. Like, it'd be like, like people everywhere in the house and that was when we was coming up but now we get money like we got our own houses and shit we got families we got to provide we got to like rocky got gigs in hawaii i got gigs in south africa yo gigs like, is killing it nas <laughs> nas is in london 12 years on tour in australia and like we all still talk to each other we got group chats and shit but we not around each other as much and that just come with growth. Yeah. yeah. Just like Schoolboy and like Kendrick. Yeah. yeah. It's like Schoolboy is mad rich. Like, <laughs> but and, that, and that's another thing. To golf. That's another <laughs> that's another thing too. People don't be knowing how rich these niggas be. Like like niggas be like really well off, like with a family and dogs and like three cars and shit. Like like Schoolboy is not just like broke schoolboy with like a bucket <laughs> cap and doing shows. This nigga got businesses and we talk about these businesses. And a family and dogs, up, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> has to upkeep. Like this shit is like it's it's not a it's not like we kids no more. So maybe the thing is to do something like Dame Dash had and and you know, create like a new version of the of the stash house. For sure. You know, maybe that's yeah, something where not where like, you know, a million people are sleeping over and No, know, true, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe a little like less grimy. You're in a different place. Or maybe you're gonna do an right. Airbnb, who knows? Yeah. Like whatever. You know, right. just But yeah, I think that like also, you know, as much as people don't like doing press that much, I think right. that press definitely helps. Uh-huh. Um in sharing like your story. Right. Facts. So I like, mean, you know Well, do you consider this press? It's, de- it's definitely press, but we're friends. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I consider it a conversation. No, this is you know, because we don't consider ourselves journalists. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, we're not pressing you for hard answers. Like, hey, like, you know, where were you when? Right on, on yeah. October 20th. <laughs> Y'all work so good together. Nah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, but like, nah, this is like, this is fun for me. Like, I'm, I'm chilling. Like, I. I'm about to go work out. Yeah. So why won't Renelle do our podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I'll make sure she try. I'm, 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 she, she's hella busy, I'm telling too. telling you. I'm getting yelled at. Yo, how did the Tiffany thing come about? Um, It was a dream first, and they approached me. You you dreamt it? I dreamed like of working with Tiffany's. Like I wanted to work with Tiffany's. And and they approached you, and it just happened? Yes. Do you feel like you manifest a lot of things? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. You like, Have a seat, Snap God. Yeah. Making <laughs> feet with your noise with your feet. Have a seat, brother man. Have, have a seat, bro. Yeah, sit down. 
relax your, right right, relax your limbs. Have a seat. Yeah, sit down. You're making me jittery. <laughs> Not yet. Um, there was a there was a moment where I was just like, yeah, I got a snap god in here right now. I was you like, I feel like there's someone standing right over my shoulder, and it was snap. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like you you making our nerves jump. Have a seat, brother. Um, but, um, what we were saying about Tiffany's yes and manifestation. Yeah, I definitely believe in that. Like, you got to put out good energy and like. All right, so say it like this. This is I, I simplify everything in my mind because I just think and sometimes I overthink about shit. If you a killer and you running around, you killing people, like one day you're going to get killed. Like they say you live by the gun, you die by the gun, mm-hmm. and that's like, it's just bound to happen. It's just when it's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like if you put a lot of good into the universe, which is like helping people, helping old ladies with their bags, and people see that shit and they notice that shit. You feel good about yourself. Yeah. You feel good about your conscience. You can move forward with your life and live a very good life and get sleep and shit. People killing people and doing wrong to people, they having problems sleeping and shit because they can't sleep with their conscience. Yeah. So like, yes, like you're gonna age quick because like you're frowning all the time. You're in a bad mood. And, like, you're not feeling good about yourself, so you're not feeling good about people that you're dealing with. But if you, like, on the other hand, have more, like, positive outlooks and you have a clear conscience and you're doing what you want to do and you believe is right, then you're going to be all right. Um, And shit going to come to you. Like, I believe that anything I want to do, I could do. Like, literally, like, I could be, like, on Instagram, yo... I need a million dollars right now. I need all my friends, all my all my fans to give me a dollar. <laughs> like, give me a million dollars. I'll make a million dollars right now. But it's all about intention. What do I need it for? What's the cause? Like, what are we doing here? Why do I need it? I won't well, take advantage in that. Because you want to get paid to be on uh, to be on Instagram. <laughs> that too. Like, I can, it could be anything, but it just got to make sense. Like, well, what is something that you like that you still want to do that you haven't done yet? I got, I want to do mad shit. Like, man. First of all, I just want to continue to be the best me and the best MC, D-F-E-R-G, down with the ASAP, and my nigga Yams, Blams, coming through like Blams, and my diamonds is going off like the Amber Lamps. Listen, my shits are shining like lamps. Mm. This is not a regular radio station. You don't have to freestyle. I know. I need a flex. I need a flex. Yeah, I, know, bomb. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was like two seconds away from like yelling. And you're I like, yo, yo. Do you find it weird when Flex is just like there staring at you while you freestyle? Like, <laughs> no. I would find it weird. I'd be like, yeah. yo. I'd be like, stop yeah. yelling like, at just, me. Let me. No, focus. I this find is hard it. I, I find it funny when Flex just looks like he's underwhelmed. <laughs> really? At like a lot of rappers, and they're like, yo, drop a bomb on my <laughs> shit. Because I remember when like it was a thing like for like when. Jay-Z and the whole Rockefeller like uh. shut down Flex and paid for all the commercials and Flex was excited. Legendary. He just seemed so like, man, I just pulling up to do my job now. <laughs> <laughs> he just seemed so underwhelmed. Yo, I was listening to Shine. This is totally separate. I was listening to Shine before and I was Bad like, boy. yeah, I was like, you know what? I really, really believe everything he says in his rhymes. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't know what it was about him. But I was just listening to Sean two days ago. Crazy. And that song, Bad Boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was saying some shit yeah, in there. And I'm like, damn. He talking his shit. But like, it was pure. Like, it was a vibe. Yo, the energy in his voice when he says cowards. Mm. <laughs> and he really sounded like Biggie still to me. To oh, yeah. Day. Well, even after he changed his voice? No, that was weird. Remember when he came back from jail 
And, and he like, totally switched and he, up. Uh, went to uh, he Believes. turned Jewish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't turn Jewish. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. He had a fly ass Jewish outfit on one time. I seen it was like he went to Paris Fashion Week with a puff. He had like this, like he he had the oh, long braids. Did like he have the, the big like? Nah, yeah, not the braids. He had the Jewish curls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did he have the, the braids? Well, I mean, like I know yeah. what they are. But if I say payas, then you're gonna be like, what yeah. is that? Did and he then, have the, the big hat? Nah, he was jiggy. That was a fly fit. If that he would have kept, the, if he would have kept doing it like that, I was like, yeah. Yo, like, he should have gone to the Met and done the heavenly body shit, like woo. just like that. <laughs> He's not allowed out here. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shout out to Sean, though, man. It's, that's tough, man. I couldn't imagine just being like, you know, God forbid, like, you know, yo, you, yo bro, your voice is too deep. Come on. <laughs> you, yo, he has like a, a deep white man's voice. <laughs> wow. yeah, Snap like, God is talking and he's like trying to whisper. He's like, yo, I just have to. I just, I just have to. Uh, you got too much vibration in your voice, bro. I was gonna say Drake's dad sounds like the Dave Chappelle like uh, oh, white, white man, man voice. voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for real. Yeah, like his laugh is like ah uh, ah. Uh, like uh. yo, Snap God sound more whiter than y'all. <laughs> He's like, uh, I have to um, show up to the shoot tomorrow at uh, <laughs> two o'clock. Like, yo. and this is him whispering. Yeah. <laughs> yo, uh, we didn't even talk about like your new album. What's it called? Floor seats. Oh shit. Yeah, it's like floor seats to my life. And um, the reason why I call it Flossies, not because it's like I'm like the craziest basketball fan or whatever the case may be. I grew up watching basketball, playing basketball, but it just, floor seats is just like, floor seats, like it represents the front row seats to a fashion show. Floor seats, actually being on the floor. What happens, you know, behind the scenes in, in, my, in my life? Like what happens after the cameras go off? Like, you know, from them floor seats. You've seen that picture of me on the floor seats, but... Like what happens in VIP, mm. like at the Billboard Lounge, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, in Barclays Center. Like, mm-hmm. what does that look like? And that's just me talking my shit on on track. So this is like the last like two or three years, sort of put into one album. Um, yes and no. I feel like floor seats, pretty much. It's it's like the last two three years thoughts of thoughts that I've kind of been sitting on and. Um, unleashed them on his project, but as far as like just actually laying it down, it's uh it's pretty new. It's it's contemporary. It's like I just I just did it. It's modern, but I do have songs I worked on for three years. Yeah, well, how many like different directions? Well, it's two songs that I have on there that's, that's four years old. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, I have a song that I did with Todd Dollar Signs that's called um, Ride. That's four years old. And I have another song with Brent Fires that's four years old. And so you really? just kept them that and you're just ago? like... That's Alain Remy produced. Wow. Damn. Yeah, it's amazing. And so you just hold hold them? I think that it was, it's, it's, it's sort of like R&B-ish and like I just wasn't there like artistically to drop something like that. So I feel like now it's just like people see me with like the, you know, the blouses on and I'm out here looking real silky. <laughs> I'm looking like Poppy. <laughs> it's just it's time to like, you know, it's okay to be grown and sexy. I'm getting older. I'm 30 years old. So like I just want to show people a part of my brand that I, I haven't shown them before. Just for the record, you're not wearing hard bottoms right now though. You I'm know? Not. So it's it's growing and going to the gym is what you're really yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like a Jewish goodbye. I, I know, yeah. Like six yeah times. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. the whitest person. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Snap God signing out. Yo. By the way, I'd also like to just apologize Whoa. to Dana, your publicist, who literally took her shoes off Yo. and tiptoed yeah. through. And it's like, you know. Um, all right. Floor can seats. Call, can I call my jeweler real quick? Yeah. yeah. Is it Ben Baller? <laughs> no, it's not Ben Baller. I gave Ben Baller too much money. <laughs> And he making slippers, he ain't even like put me, he, Ben Baller did the chain yeah. on the slippers, he ain't even oh, he bothered to give me no, damn, come on man, I'm sending invoices, hello, yeah. <laughs> yes, we gotta, yeah, yeah, I agree too, yo, where you at, alright, bet you wanna come up to the podcast, no, I'm saying, oh, you waiting at the spot, alright, bet I'm put. Nah, I heard you. I'm about to pull up. I'm about to pull up on you in a few minutes. All right. All right, peace. We're going to keep in that entire conversation. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No. Um, uh, Can I use the bathroom real quick? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. It's the second door. While Ferg runs to the bathroom, which hopefully he's not going to the bathroom in my room. <laughs> second door. Yeah, second door, not the first door. That's right. Let me just tell you about all the things that we have for sale on our website. You can go and buy some t-shirts. Uh, that's a great idea. They are so good. People say they're the most comfortable t-shirts that they've ever owned. And that's not even like a, a line. No, that that's is like actual people, feedback. People that, say that's that real to feedback. Us. Yeah. People don't say that about the mugs. People just say they're good mugs. Then I'll be the first to say these are the most comfortable mugs that mm-hmm. I've ever owned. Wow. Yeah. They're great. They are great. Use them mugs. to drink or hold pencils in. You can do literally anything with that mug. Whatever, buy one and throw it off a roof. Have fun with it, you know? Also, I did want to mention, we have notebooks that we authored called Rhyme Books, and uh, you can get them either signed or without our signatures, whatever. Yeah, also good for throwing off a roof. <laughs> you, can, you can throw anything that we sell off a roof. T-shirts, mugs, rhyme books, pennies. We should sell some pennies. We should sell some pennies that you could throw off a roof. <laughs> it's thereal.com slash shop. And now back. To Ferg. Wait, can I correct something real quick? Yeah. Jason Derulo did not fall down the stairs. That photo is like a meme that goes around every year. It's wait, it's, and it's like I can't. I think it's funny Jason that it is. Fell down the stairs. No, 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 but it happened at some point, right? It was a dude at Cannes. Like it's not even. Oh. 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 Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Jason Derulo. <laughs> no, but it's like, it's like every year it resurfaces. That That's Jason so Derulo funny. No, I really thought, I thought it was him. I thought he was invited to, you know, the Met Gala. I thought that he did not give the proper yeah. thought. Have you ever been to the Met Gala? No. We've been outside. We've been in the yeah. Met. I show up like this. Yeah. <laughs> y'all geniuses for even doing this at your house. Like our real house. Like I just walked to yeah. the bathroom and seen y'all shoes and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like you y'all know? bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know like how if I would have been like a nosy rapper like walking there and shit. A nosy rapper? Is that like a character? <laughs> you know how nosy rappers are. See, see like a dick pump or some shit. Hey, <laughs> Rue. Um so okay, floor seats, uh do you uh enjoy the process of like ramping up? Like I know this isn't traditional, but you're still you're doing like live events, you're doing like other interviews. I do love it cuz I feel like I feel like uh, it's almost like when a fighter like takes all the time to get in condition to fight. I feel like you're ready. I'm ready to fight. Yeah, yeah. I have the Vaseline on the face. Yeah. I'm in my best shape. Yeah, you're cut. I'm cut. <laughs> I'm lit. 
my mind is right, mental, physical, everything is right. I'm oh. ready to go. Well, what's the one thing that like enters your mind when like your album cycle is coming up and you're just like, oh, now, now it's about to be like real? What you mean? I have no idea. It's not a very good question. <laughs> 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 what you trying to take me? <laughs> um, what made you type up that that tweet about women and you know body positivity and and all of that? And did you think that it would do what it did? I know it would do something. I always know it would do something because of the intention of it, but. I just never knew it was gonna do what it did because like I still to this day get DMs from girls like, Thank you, you made my day, I was depressed and I got a sister that's going through something and all of this and I love all of y'all for that. But when I when I wrote that out, it was just something on my mind that like I never really shared with people and I, and it's a lot of things that be on my mind that I don't share with people and I just feel like these are the simple things that make me who I am. So why not share it? And I, I, I rather people know me for who I am. So I, like, I just wanted to share that with people. Well, I mean, going back to the conversation we were having like a few minutes ago, I think like those are things that help us realize like who you are, right? And also like coming up with the ASAP mob, like people' perception of who I am is totally off. So it's just like getting into the branding of Ferg and who Ferg is. Yeah, I feel like. I have to let people know my 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 lineage of what my father did. That was like me getting the bad boy chain from Puff. That's what helped. Like, all right, this is the beginning. My father did the bad boy logo for Puff. He did the Uptown Cast logo for Andre Harrell. I come from a, a family of hustlers, artists, um, athletes, and just great people in general, period. That's the Ferg family. So without... Before any ASAP shit, Ferg is already legendary. And then, like, the ASAP mob shit was the introduction to the world where I get to show people who I am. So now it's like getting to who I am and, and getting to my beliefs and what I, I, you know, I work out. That's how I, 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 I stay in shape. I look good. And I just maintain sanity and just, like, just feeling good. I'll share that with the people. I let people know, like, all right, this is how I feel about the females. I share that with people. Um, because before they just thought, like, everybody ASAP do all the drugs, all of that. I, me and Rocky, I have conversations on, on a phone, like, yeah, you sound, I tell them, yeah, you sound mad dumb talking about you do, like, LSD and all of that shit like that. Like, we just had a friend die from, like, a drug overdose, like, serious, like, and really have a conversation, like, you sound stupid. And then he'd be like, yo, everybody not you, Ferg, everybody. So this is like things that people don't know about me that I just feel like the world should know about me because I'm a leader and I have my own mind. I'm not into groupthink. You personally, you, Ferg, you lost one of your best friends early mm -hmm. and you lost your dad early. Mm -hmm. What kind of effect did that have on you as a human? Like in understanding how short life is and how you want to live your life and what you can impart to people on how they should live their lives. I think people should live their life however they want to do it. Like if you want to do drugs, if you want to like whatever you want to do, but just know that there's consequences. How did it affect you though? It just made me uh, appreciate people more and like why they're here. 
why we can still appreciate people who appreciate them. I lost a lot of people. I seen like I got a friend that got killed in front of my face. I I lost like my father, I lost my grandmother, I lost a cousin my age. I lost my first that I lost my virginity to. She just died like again some change ago. So I'm not um this desensitized or anything like that, but it's just like I know that like dying is a part of living, but it's just like while you're living, I feel like you gotta really like be in tune and and love the people that's around you. And don't hold nothing back. You got anything else? Man, this flooded Mayo's is so good. Yo, yeah, you flooded Mayo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, that is a cliche rapper thing. All the <laughs> yeah. rappers go to Florida Mayo. Mayo. Yeah. Like Joe Budden goes there. One of the first uh rappers I heard going to Florida Mayo's is uh Fat Joe. Oh hell yeah. Is that why you went there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought I would see him. And, I, and I, I mean, he has a name like Fat Joe. He has like great taste in food. Yeah, yeah. you have to. You have to. Well, he also used to go to Malacón, the one yeah. that was uh, you I know, that down here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got you there? Yeah. yeah of and you know, all of Rockefeller grew up there. So like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like they used to hang out like outside of I'm there. I'm saying like yeah. early Rockefeller. What's, what's your favorite meal from Malacón and um, Flood and Mayo? I used to get the half chicken with the sweet plantains and the... the next time you go to, uh, next time you go to Flood and Mayo's, mm-hmm. get the Palomilla steak. With the chicken sauce and the uh, chicken fried rice. That's the one? The black beans. All that. Whole vibe. Yeah. And also the pepper steak is crazy. Damn. Yo, I asked Bodega Bams. I was just like, yo, like he was doing like a Q&A on his uh, Instagram. He was like, yo, I was like, where's the best place to eat on the Upper West Side? Like, you're around here. What's the best place to eat? He's like, the grocery store. I was like, <laughs> fuck you. The West Side Market. This isn't helpful at all. <laughs> oh. Also, um... I don't really eat tilapia like that, but the pan seared tilapia mm-hmm. that I got right now that I'm eating. Fire? What? Yeah. <laughs> Get that right now. Wait, Pull yo, that do, in right do now. Do you cook? No, nah, I don't cook. You got a big kitchen now in your house, though. I do, but I don't cook. <laughs> Does anybody cook? I ain't going to lie. I, ain't, I don't cook. <laughs> yeah, my aunt come over and cook sometimes. I just yeah. like this. This is fun. Yeah. Yo, congratulations on floor seats. Congratulations on your rug. Congratulations on your bike. Yep. Hennessy deal. Hennessy deal. Oh, wait, you uh, have a Hennessy deal? Yeah, I do. He's not just name dropping out of the blue here. Yeah, I was like, all yeah. right, Hennessy at the gym. Sure, why not? Yo, congratulations um, on taking care of yourself and Revlon. Taking care of I your people and uh, and any fashion things that are coming up and just mm. the relationships that you continue. And we appreciate you stopping by. And it's Thank always you. good to see you. And uh, and thanks for not changing your number on us. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt, man. After eating this food, I might have to lay on that couch. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. All right, thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with It's The Real. Jeff, people want to find out more about us. I'm Eric. You're Jeff. I have curly hair. You have glasses. Together, we are It's The Real. No apostrophe. No spaces. If people want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real. If people want to find out more about what's going on with us, where can they go? You can always go to itsthereal.com, I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com. Go to itsthereal.com for our newsletter. That's for our newsletter. That's that's happening. Yeah. Go get it right now. We're over a thousand subscribers. Yo, shout out to all of you guys who not only open the newsletter, mm-hmm. open rate is crazy, but read the newsletter. And when Jeff asks you a question, you respond to it. That is dope. Yeah, that's a very specific uh, listener right now, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> Shout out to Ray Rodriguez. <laughs> no, it's more than it's okay, more okay. than just one person. Okay, okay, okay. But you know, I went from a thousand went yeah. to open, which yeah. is like I don't know, 70 percent. Okay, okay. And then response rate, it's like getting a little dicey. <laughs> getting a little dicey. Shout out to Ray Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, okay. You can also uh, go to our, our merch shop. It's thrill.com slash shop. We have mugs for sale. We have t-shirts for sale. We have Reinbergs for sale. Reinbergs. <laughs> yeah. We have Reinbergs <laughs> for sale. I'm like Medea. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Reinbergs. <laughs> um, what else can you get from us? That's it for now. Yeah. Yeah. You can also listen to all of our old episodes, all of our new ones. Search on any streaming service. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, that's a good place to start. You can listen to other podcasts, including uh, well, old episodes. Ever episodes. I really am just like losing my mind. <laughs> Go to, uh, you know, search for It's The Real on yeah. all those. Social media. Social media. Did you know we're on Twitter? At It's The Real. We're also on Twitter. We're also... <laughs> Man, this this train is just gone all are, the way. It's like future. Order, rolling on. We're on Instagram at it's the real. We're also on Facebook at it's the real. We're also on Reddit. There's a small community of people. Very small community. So small. Ray Rodriguez. He's not on there. No. Yeah. It's uh. It's Abu Kalbs. Shout out to him. Shout out to him for undertaking this thing that very few people are on board for right now, but it will grow. That's right. Shout out to our Reddit community out there. Yes. Jeff, this is the time during the podcast where we love to shout out those supporters out there who have been so good to us, who have worked on our behalf, who have spread the word, who have told family, friends, fans, strangers, coworkers, whoever, that a waste of time with It's The Real is just the opposite. It's not a waste of time. That's the funny part. Jeff, who do you want to shout? I want to shout out, because I, I did this thing where I was having people guess upcoming guests. Yeah. And I want to shout out on Twitter, For Your Eyes 2, that's C squared, who guessed that ASAP Ferg was going to be on the podcast. Really? Off of very few letters in this thing. And here we are. Here we are uh, about three weeks later, and ASAP Ferg is here. Shout out to C squared, For Your Eyes 2. Jeff, I want to shout out our friends who are photographers who have been so good with their time and energy and efforts to photograph our recent interviews with Trevor Noah, Dennis Graham, and Common. That's Tommy Battle, otherwise known as Boney Starks. Mm -hmm. That's Lenz Anderson. And that is Justin Fleischer, also known as The Fleisch. All three of those guys have given us exquisite photos that you can find at instagram.com slash it's the real right now go check him out and tommy's coming over three times this week three times for three well unless i get really sick well then tommy won't show up i guess tommy will still jeff the show goes on yeah tommy's gonna be in my seat maybe you should just you know maybe i should be the photographer but i should photograph take some zinc and yeah your best yeah (laughs) i'll just lay in my room and just shout (laughs) or better yet Maybe we'll have Shinsuke on that microphone. <laughs> As always, guys, now for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys, maybe, next week. Bruh. <laughs>